welcome to episode two, part two of the Making It in Medicine podcast, where we're covering the UK exam and what you can do to prepare for it. Make sure you stick around until the end of the episode, because we've got a little bit of a surprise that we think you guys will absolutely love. So let's get into it. Right, welcome to episode two, part two. So, this part of the episode is on UK CAT preparation and what you can do to put yourself in the best position to take the test. I've already made an error once uh, this podcast. I've said UK CAT, which it is no longer. That's what it used to be. It used to stand for UK Clinical Aptitude Test, but now they've changed it to the UCAT, which stands for the University Clinical Aptitude Test. Uh, and so there haven't been any um, test material changes. It's all the same, but it's just the name change between when we did it and when you guys are doing it this year and um, however many more years to come. Right. So what does the UK CAT include? Now, there are five topics that the UK CAT includes. It's In total, it's a two-hour exam, give or take. Um, and there's five topics. The first topic you'll start off with is verbal reasoning, and that will be for 22 minutes plus a minute for reading instructions and everything and what this verbal reasoning sort of section includes is you reading multiple passages and then answering answering questions based on the passages that you just read so it's quite challenging we'll move on to the second um, section which is decision making and this is for 32 minutes and including a minute um, to read instructions and this is for critical thinking and problem solving. The third section is quantitative reasoning, which is 25 minutes long in, and uh, a minute to read instructions. And that will be basically quick maths, quick maths. And then the fourth um, topic will be abstract reasoning, which will be 14 minutes long, including a um, minute to read instructions. And that's will literally be non-verbal reasoning shapes and all of that juiciness and the last section is sjt situational judgment test and this will basically give you a scenario and you got a reply either saying what is the best course of action or what what the best or what isn't the best course of action so it's basically examining you on how you would react in a situation and this will be for 27 minutes, I presume. Yeah, 27 minutes. Um, and there'll yeah. be one minute to read instructions as well. Um, so basically, this is going to be a very time intense exam. Very time intense. You literally have not a minute to spare faffing around. You have to be on the ball for the two hours. Intense concentration. Just focus. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think that as it is such a time intense um, exam, practice is definitely going to be your best friend. 100%. So, yeah. Um, so this year, obviously, with the whole COVID-19 situation, booking and registering, it's been a bit different, hasn't it? 
Um, so yeah, booking and I mean, registration opened on the 1st of July, which was my birthday, yours truly, big 19, come on. Um, no one cares, Miles, <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, everyone cares, yeah? Have you seen my birthday wishes? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so um, the test costs around £75 for students taking the test in the UK slash the EU. Uh, and outside the EU is about 120. I mean, if you're not sure, again, check the UCAT official website for the actual prices because I don't know, they might change. I don't know, did they change from last year? I mean, they might have. Also, for those of you who aren't in the best financial situations, um, there is also a bursary scheme that they offer. And so, again, go to their official page um, to find out more. I think it says something about you need to provide one piece of evidence that makes you eligible for the bursary scheme so that you don't have to um, pay a, a certain amount of the actual cost of the test. Okay, cool. One thing I just wanted to add before I do start. So the reason why UCAT is so time intensive is because they want to test your prioritization skills. So quick tip, especially in verbal reasoning, which was by far, in my opinion, the hardest. PTSD, if you seriously. Yeah, word. PTSD. <laughs> All right, so if you do come across a question which looks a bit long, just move past. Like, there's going to be... The way they do it is they just mix it up with, like, really long and short questions. So just try to do all the short ones, and you can even flag it and come back to it if you really need to. But from what I remember, I wasn't able to do all of the verbal reasoning questions properly. So just keep that in mind. Just make sure you're prioritizing the questions and do as much of the easy ones as you can. Okay, so moving on to the scoring system, each section is scored from 300 to 900. So then your total score would be between 1,200 to 3,600. And then basically you have an average of those four sections and that's generally your score. And in my opinion, I think 650 is considered a good score. Um, And just, I think that you can apply to most universities with a score of 650. But if you have some, if you have a score of 700, I think that's really good. And it's very likely that you will get all the interviews for all the UCAT, or UCAT universities that you apply for. So one important thing to mention would be that different universities have different requirements and cutoff points. So make sure you thoroughly research this before applying and all the information would be on the university's website. So just make sure you do check that out. Um, yeah, on top of that, right now, for you, UCAT, um, 26 medical universities take it in. And there's six BMAT universities, six or seven BMAT universities. That will be for a different day. But um, regarding UK, uh, UCAT, this year, since due to the pandemic and COVID screwing everything up, students will be able to take the exam at home as well as in each test center so i don't know how they're gonna like sort things out in that sense or what they're gonna do but for those this year make sure you bang the exam yeah do check it out on the website if you do want to think about taking it from home and one thing i did forget to mention so i'll quickly add it in here now so the final section the sjt that is scored in bands, band one being the best one and band four being the worst. 
and generally a lot of universities do have a minimum of three and two and above is generally a good score right on to our experiences lads and what you actually use to prepare miles why don't you break it down for us what do you do how how do you experience it what was your experience um first of all let's just say that this whole this whole time of my life was very traumatic um i don't like to revisit it often but i'm gonna do it for the podcast (laughs) so essentially for me um i wasn't really aware of admissions tests or anything like that um because well i don't really know anyone in my family who's done medicine or anything the like um, and so I found about out about it from school friends, you know, like Shane and Viddy, because um, we all went to the same um, sixth form. Um, and so I ended up preparing for it about two weeks before the exam, which was probably the dumbest thing I could have done. But that was the only time I had left to prepare for the actual test. Um, and so the one thing I used, which I think really made the biggest difference for me, was a website called Medify. Now, Medify essentially simulates the environment of the online UCAT test um, in the comfort of your own home because you you can just take it on your laptop. Um, but the one thing I'd say is use, please do use Medify um, consistently because consistent use of Medify gets you used to the kinds of questions and the timing and everything that you'd be expected to, to do in the test because the test questions aren't particularly difficult um it's the difficulty comes when you have to do this level difficulty work at such a high pace and so doing it over and over and over again getting yourself used to this level of difficulty at a high speed is what will really allow you to push your boundaries and push your marks higher and higher it's always making sure that you replicate exam conditions that's for any exam junior a levels gcse's whatever exam you do it's repetition yeah and replicating exam conditions because that will make sure once you actually enter the test center or or wherever or if you're doing at home you know exactly what you're doing you know how to set yourself out where your things are what you have so you'll probably have a whiteboard or a scrapboard um to make notes down and you know exactly how to sort of focus yourself in that condition so like miles said repetition 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 try and replicate exam conditions as much as you can and practice always use online practice i think online practice are like using uh computer practice questions are the best way to actually practice for uk cat yeah I think that um a lot of people go and get the isc medical book those big you remember those big fat chunky you know 1250 questions yeah, on, on the uk cat oh my god so everyone literally everyone had those and so my one criticism is that yes the difficulty of the questions are hard but it doesn't get you used to the format of the exam and so i feel as though buying the book is a good thing but only to introduce yourself to the level of difficulty and so if you can do the level of difficulty in the book then you want to transfer your skills to increasing your speed and exam technique on apps like Medify or whatever online resource that you really want to use. And by the way, this is not a paid advertisement. We actually just, we're just recommending it to you. Yeah. We word. actually think it's useful. <laughs> but, well, my experience was more of a lesson for me. Um, what, I, what happened was I did 
so like Miles, I wasn't quite sure that there were ad- like admission tests until, I don't know, maybe like the end of year 12. And when I did realize it was fine, but the problem is I just wasn't sure about when I had to start revising. And because we had mocks and stuff, I just kept it way too late. I revised with a friend probably before, like a week before my exam. And let's just say, I mean, I did get a, a good score, but it wasn't something that I was hoping for. Um, That's because you're smart, bro. No, no, not even. Like, my score was, isn't, it was good enough to get me interviews, but I was just, it wasn't, I was just, I wasn't as comfortable. Like, with a score of 700, like, you know, like, okay, fine, like, you could expect interviews and stuff, but it just had me, like, on the edge, just a bit worried, like, if I was going to get any um, interviews or not. So it just meant that for when BMAT came around, I just knew I had to start early and I had to just put the work in like two, three weeks before BMAT exam if I really wanted to do well. So guys, take it as a lesson. Please don't leave your UK cat or UCAT um, practice to the last minute because it doesn't help. You really need to get used to that online system and prioritization yeah. and like literally focus on the timing as well because the timing is so tight. Like just just get that, that practice in. Yeah, word. Everyone who's done it will tell you like it is peak. So just make sure you start revising or revise, not revising, but practicing early. And then that will actually help you a lot. And when I say early, like it, it varies for different people. I can't really recommend like a specific time scale or like specific number of weeks to you. All I can say is just try not to leave it till last minute, like a week before, because then that whole week will be hell. Like you're just going to be struggling every day, trying to do as much UCAT as possible. But it's no, not really the best experience, is not. it? Definitely not. Oh my god! Like I said, I have lasting PTSD Amen from that to period that. of time. <laughs> oh my god! Like it, I, I'm not gonna lie. Probably you, that exam was probably one of the most difficult exams I've ever taken. The admissions exams are difficult. Because it's so like time restraining, true, and you've got to do so many things, and you just can't like maintain a focus if that makes sense. But you got to do it. it; is what it is. You have to do it. Yeah. So make sure you smash it. Prepare. If you fail to prepare, prepare to fail, man. So always be mash. Nah, honestly, man came with a quote. When it comes to UCAT, <laughs> this applies heavily. Always prepare, man. Just prepare, prepare, prepare. I swear that was the whole like that was the motto of I don't know who it was Mr. Weston. It was Mr. Weston. The whole thing. It was definitely Mr. (laughs) Weston. But if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. I remember you said that once in form time, and I was just like, "It's true, isn't it? That is so true." Um, But yeah, guys, it is what it is. But don't be put off as well. Like everyone is in the same situation as you. Some people may be better than you naturally, but like literally, practice makes perfect. Just if you do put in the shift. Like you'll end up doing well. So don't be too worried. And one thing, one last thing I'd like to mention, don't let the fact that you won't be able to answer mm. questions put you off because that's the worst thing. You need to make sure that you're like, cool, I left this out. I just need to move on. Like, don't worry about it. Don't keep thinking about that question in the back of your mind. Don't be stressing about it. Once you move on, just move on. And if you do have time, come back to it, of course. Mm. But just don't let yeah. that put you down. Don't, don't feel like, oh, I'm not doing well because I missed this, missed that. That is the whole point of it like they just really want to test your prioritization yeah. skills so just don't be put down the fact that you won't be able to do every question because i don't i don't know many people yeah. that was able to finish the whole thing 
or answer every single question. I feel like one thing, one thing to take away from all of this is what you want to do is go through each section and essentially develop a strategy as to how you're going to tackle each section because you need to have a different sort of mindset on each section. Um, I know the one thing that is consistent, like Shane just said, if something is taking too long or being too difficult, move on, flag it and come back to it later. But you need to establish how you're going to approach each section so that you essentially have a game plan mm. and you're not trying 100%. to make it up as you go along. Um, so with the UK cat, you get your, sorry, the UCAT, you get your results immediately after you do your exam. So probably in like half an hour or something like that, you wait for it and they give you the results. So yeah, but for me, since I knew I did, ever. I didn't do as well. It was, it was literally like, it was very, very painful. But what I wanted to say is after you get the results, if you don't do well, do not be disheartened. So you just got to have an honest chat with yourself and find out, is it, do you want to do medicine because of the university or do you want to do medicine because you want to be a doctor? Because regardless of what university you go to, at the end of the day, you will be a doctor. So be honest with yourself. If your UK cat, your UCAT score isn't high or isn't as competitive as you think it would be, go for the plan B. Honestly, go for plan B, which is the BMAT. Absolutely gun for the BMAT because you've got to be realistic. Yeah, so yeah. you've got to be realistic with yourself. You've got to honestly weigh up your options. If your UK cat sco- UCAT score is not high enough, You've got to go for a BMAT and that means ultimately with your choices as well it will vary as well so for me since I knew my UK cat UCAT score wasn't going to be as competitive as, as I would want it to be I went for a three BMAT split and then one UK cat UCAT university um, I don't know about you guys but that's what I did because I knew like honestly end of the day i don't care what university i go to i really want to be a doctor so for that end goal i am willing to sacrifice yeah all the dreams i had to go to a specific university i'm willing to sacrifice everything i know i was so you just gotta be like you gotta honestly have an honest conversation with yourself and you know decide what you really want obviously hopefully it doesn't come to that um situation because you would have been practicing a lot and heeding our advice of making sure you practice a lot. But if it does come to that situation, it's not the end of the world. But you just got to be very, very honest with yourself. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with that advice anymore. Because personally, yeah, I I faced the same thing. My UCAT score wasn't all that great. And I mean, yeah, it, it did lead me to struggle with um, UCAT University applications and, and, you know, getting interviews and stuff like that. Um, so I did turn to the BMAT. And I think the one thing that you need to realize is that, okay, I haven't done so well at the UCAT. Now I need to learn from my mistakes I've made here and improve and put all my effort into the BMAT. So that, you know, I actually have somewhere to go because you can still change your situation. Mm. You shouldn't just, mm. it's not the be all and end all at that point. You know what I mean? You need to, you need to branch out at that point and realize if you really do want this, mm. you're going to put all you but have into it. Just, just for the love of God, make sure you practice, practice as much as you can. Pa- make sure you do your practice in exam conditions. Really just give yourself the best chance possible. That's all I can say. 
just give yourself, just ease the load and make sure you feel confident. Like really work at it because then you won't regret it as much afterwards. That's all I can say. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I still managed to get into a, uh, like a top, what was it? Top 20 university. So I'm, I'm happy, you know, either way, we're all still going to become doctors as long as we put in the hard work, um, like we did for the BMAT oh my God, um, everything, and everything man. else we did, you know, it's, it's just a journey of every, it's literally everything that is medicine, hard work and persistence and being able persevere, to overcome your, persevere. your battles and difficulties. What was, what was the school motto? Para Duad Sumo or something. Yeah. Through adversity to the heights. Was no, it? Yeah. yeah. Through yeah. difficulties Mr. to the Bean height. coming in clutch. Yeah. So I yeah. say that, man. But it's true. It's honestly true. You just got to really gone through everything. These, these like sixth form for medics is quite tough. You have to make sure you're in that mindset and you understand what you want. I still genuinely think that it's one of the hardest times of like your entire life because even even doctors today say like top 10 hardest Definitely. times of their lives was applying we've, to medical. We've, we've experienced it and now we're telling you guys. All right, so just to wrap this up, um you know, you guys need to get on top of your topics, get practicing, you know, use your resources, so whether that's Medify, whether that's the ISC medical book, whether that's Kaplan or anything else you really want to you know, use and trust. You know, get get onto it early um, and persevere, really. Do the best that you can for yourself in your situation and you'll, you'll make it, okay? We have faith in you and you should have faith in yourself. So thanks for listening to this week's Double Dose of Podcast. But I'm guessing you're still wondering what the surprise mentioned at the start of the episode was. All right, so we've teamed up with Medify this week to bring you a giveaway for a free season pass of Medify worth £70, which lasts until the 11th of October, 2020. So all you need to do to enter the giveaway is, one, like the Instagram giveaway post that we'll be putting up, two, tag three people in the comment section of that post, and three, follow our Instagram page at makeitinmed. We'll be announcing the winner of the giveaway on our next podcast episode on the 27th of July, 2020 so get liking tagging and following again thank you for listening to our podcast hopefully we will keep pumping out this amazing content for you guys and again remember to follow us on instagram and twitter and share this podcast to anyone who might find it useful all right we'll see you guys on our next episode